Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another season of Honey, I Covered the Spread. I am your host, Connor McCormick, alongside my co-host, Brian Foley. Brian, it is another NFL season kicking off, and you have you have the title so far between the two of us. Barely. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, it was... Uh... I think I lost 15 units on sides and totals, but was up like 17 units on those teasers. So profits, profits. If you bet big enough, that's a good year. Um, but yeah, season two, working out the kinks. We've been working on our craft in the off season. So uh, oh, yeah. I think this is our I think this is our year. I think this is it. It could be. I mean, if college football is any indication, my 0-3-1 start to the season probably means I'm right on track to start the NFL season in a very similar way, but we're still going to try our biggest thing. And we say this every episode, either be good or be bad. Do not be in the middle. And that's what we're going to go for again this year. And I think we got Mm -hmm. this in us. I think that's what separates our podcast from everyone else's. They want to just break even. We either want to have a crazy ROI or crazy negative ROI because no, no one wants to listen to a uh, 500 podcast. No one, no one needs that in their life. If they're going to spend the time to listen to it, they either want to fade us or tail us. So um, we're either going to get better or worse. We're not going to stay in the middle. I promise you that. Last year was unacceptable for me. Um, and we're put, uh, I'm either going to be better or worse. I promise that. And, and just so the listeners know, I did move into a new place, so I can't be as frivolous with my bets right now. So I probably got to hit some of them, if anything. Because the first month was free, but these next 19 are not. So let's try to get off on <laughs> the right true. foot here. <laughs> and also, we, we will not be able to hear you pee during the podcast like we were last season, which I'm going to miss because there was a solid four-episode span where you did not know that your mic did not mute. And that was – I wish I still wish I realized that you thought you were muting yourself. And uh, I'm going to miss that, if we're being honest. But I mean, if we'll you move. have – if there's a fucking – button on the microphone that says mute you would think it mutes the microphone right not mm. the sound coming into the microphone mm. no I, I um i agree with you i do agree with you there but uh so no I, more white noise of my piss hitting the fucking <laughs> toilet my mom calling down hopefully no this is one time i was like mid mis- explaining something and you just started yelling up i'm like all right, all right, cool. What's just wrong with it? And that's when I think when we found out it wasn't muted. Was I was like, all right, just cut me off. And you're like, wait, you hear me? Yeah, uh, gonna miss that. Growing pains, you know. Growing like, pains. Mom, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Leave me alone. She's like, oh, really? That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, and so, we, so, so, so we got all the uh, technical issues. <laughs> growing pains, man. We're gonna get better by better. 
Rome wasn't Better built in a day. I mean, Rogan had to move to Texas to really take off. So, mm. Mm. you know, maybe this move is just going to be what, what brings us. All right. So let's, let's start. We're going to start with division previews, I guess. So let's start with, we'll go AFC first and we'll, we'll start in the AFC East. AFC East. Um, yeah. I guess you want to first talk about um, the rule changes. Uh, the biggest one is what we have. We have 17 games now. Um, so that obviously is going to affect player props, the win totals. Um, how do you think that, how are you going to take that into effect? You think with the win totals, maybe it, 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 in prior years, if you thought a team would be 10 and six, are you saying maybe 10 and a half at a half win on, if that makes sense? How are you going to look at that? Yeah, it, that, that makes sense to me. Uh, it's a good question. It, it's going to be so weird, isn't it? How, so it's going to go to week 18, right? That's that, that right. feels weird. Right. And I mean, you got to think eight and eight team. You have now need like to put an under right? on eight and a half. It's eight and nine, which just feels so much worse than eight and eight. But what gets into the playoffs this year? It used to be 10 and six was the goal. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't necessarily get in, but are you now aiming for 12 and 12 and six? No, I'm sorry. 12 and five. 12 and five. I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's going to be a little overblown the reaction to it. Cause, mm-hmm. I, cause I, I don't know. Like for instance, the Jets are at six right now. Right. Right. I, I feel as if they'd probably be at six, even if it was 16 games. So I think certain teams, I, I would like yeah, I think, to see. Yeah, right. Vegas doesn't, Vegas probably doesn't know what to do either. With this. Do, do they have? Yeah. Right. I wonder if we can see, this would have been a good idea to uh, look up before the podcast started, but can we see what game was added for every team? That's a good question. I'm sure there's a way, um, which I guess that leads me to my next question. When you do win totals, are you looking at the actual schedule? Yes. Okay. I, I try not to. I, I feel like why the, the preseason perception of it, like I feel like you could look at a team and go, okay, they're, they're a solid, you know, 11 and Six team or whatever it is now, eleven six team. Um, you know, you start looking at the schedule and you see, oh, Chiefs on the Chiefs at home, like they're going to lose there. But then, you know, injuries happen, coaches like firings happen. I just feel like if you get too caught up in the schedule, you could definitely see tough spots for sure and how hard. I have the strength of schedule written down, but I actually don't go game by game and try to count the wins if that makes sense. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but that's just the way I kind of. You know, like the Cowboys last year, they were, they were, what was their win total? 10 and a half, and they ended up being one of the worst teams in the league. Um, yeah. I, that's, yeah, I'm a little bit was, Everybody got hurt. Right. Well, even with Dak, they were one and three. So they clearly were not as good of a team as we thought. I think we both had them winning the division last year, too. That's fair, yeah. Yes, I um, did. So I was just uh, – I was thinking about that when as I was going through the win totals. Um, we'll, see how, we'll see how it plays out, but um, – yeah, the 17 games, and then what else was there? Did they do anything else? I guess the COVID thing, right? If your team has a COVID outbreak, you forfeit. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, uh, they're not pushing anything back. So that's big. So um, the first thing that comes to mind is obviously, I think, Kirk Cousins. Um, he's, he's saying he's not getting vaccinated. So, like, is he more at risk? Like, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's longer. I'm pretty sure. See, I should look this up again. I was actually asking about this today. I think it's longer of a quarantine if you're not vaccinated. 
and you okay. and you test positive. Plus, you got to okay. wear like the mask and everything all around the facility and like, okay, in the showers and whatnot. Right. <laughs> just put a wet like, bag over. I, like like Cole Beasley, for instance, is just he's got to wear it everywhere. Apparently, they're just spying on teams too because that linebacker on the Bills got caught without a mask and he got like a fifteen grand fine or something. So that, is that what it is? It's a fine if you break protocol. It's not anything else. It's a fine for right now. I don't know what a repeat. I mean, he wound up getting vaccinated the next day, so they got to him. <laughs> 15 grand all of a sudden those uh those conspiracy theories don't seem to mean as much everyone else got the uh vaccine for free he got he had to pay 15 grand for it <laughs> that's actually bad funny um but all right yeah besides those two i i don't know you know we don't have to get into the action i don't know any of the gameplay rule changes but it's pretty much the the extra game is going to be big the COVID thing is going to be big politics aside i think um you got to take it for what it is black and white and if if a guy, your quarterback, is not getting vaccinated. I do think that has to be somewhat taken into precaution. Um, so we'll see. Um, but all right, we're going to start with AFC East. Um, here, I'll, I'll bring us into this one with the Bills. Um, 13-3 last year. They finished first in the AFC East. They um, probably had the biggest coaching decision this offseason by teams not hiring Brian Dabble. I don't know if that made any sense. But I think retaining him was pretty much um, better than any additions made or firings made in the offseason. Agreed. So he gets to sit up in his little box upstairs where he's comfortable with Josh Allen. Uh, Go through the odds real quick. Super Bowl odds of plus 1,200. AFC odds of plus 550. AFC East odds I have when I went through this at minus 150. I'm not sure if, if it's moved. We can talk through that as we go through it. Um, odds to make the playoffs at minus 350. And then the win total at 11. Um, I guess the question we'll start with you is Josh Allen was the guy we saw last year, the real him, or is it the guy who three years prior, I think had a 49% completion percentage in Juco? All right. There's no reason to bring that up when you know I have him for MVP. <laughs> it's, a free, it's a free play, but nonetheless, plus 1,100. I mean, do you think he's actually going to get – all right, let's say regression to the mean, right? Like he could get worse than he was. I just don't see it too bad. Right. And Dable still being there. They added Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think they lost much offensively. I think I had a they, stat here. They didn't lose anything. Right. John Brown, but they brought in Sanders, like you said. Um, Sanders is probably more reliable at this point based on the fact that John Brown's injured every other week. So I had among the 11 offensive players who played at least 500 snaps last season, 10 are back. So they barely lost anybody. They added Sanders. They added Trubisky. Which I love, by the way. I, I, love, I love the Trubisky ad because I think with his, he likes to be mobile on the move. Um, I don't think – certain guys, I think, play football just to make a living and don't actually care about – you know, being a legend, making the Hall of Fame. Trubisky strikes me as one of those guys. I think he, um, back of quarterback was always his calling. I think the, the car, uh, you know, the, the games they were playing in Chicago between him and Foles were just stressful. And I saw that once he got to Buffalo, he said he's so happy just to be, he knows his role. Um, they want him to be there. Uh, he's happy to be there. So I, I do like that system with him, especially with Dabble. Um, I do think he has a similar style to Josh Allen. 
So if Josh Allen does miss any games with this team, I do think he's a, a capable backup. I would say one of the one of, if not the best backup, but maybe we can check in on that as we go through it, but I don't know how many backups are better than him. Um, but yeah, so uh, I do like that addition a lot. Yeah. So also, since I'm a big EPA guy now, mm-hmm. let me just hit you with a couple of this for the offense for the Bills. All right. Okay. And man coverage, they were the fourth best team in EPA per play. In zone coverage, they were the sixth best team. Single high safety, fifth. Split safety, seventh. Blitz, third. No blitz, second. Pressured, second. Not pressured, fourth. Play action, sixth. No play action, second. They weren't worse than seventh in the league in any category offensively in EPA last year. I mean, that is insane. That's not – you can't do one single thing to stop them. It seemed like they found a way to get through whatever the defenses were throwing at them besides running the ball. Right. And they, like you said, they bring everyone back. Um, on the O-line, uh, kept everyone, which is huge. We've seen year in and year out when teams try to, you know, mangle five guys together and try to get it to work. It does not work out. All of the Jets the past three years. Um, and the funny thing with the run thing is when I was looking at him, I was like, all right, so the one thing they have to work on is running the ball and stopping the run. And I actually read that uh, they have one of the more analytical front offices and um, – they believe that it's, it's, they purposely do it to where they, they would rather the other team run the ball successfully than even attempt to pass. They're okay with giving up four yards on a rush on first down if that means you're not going to attempt a pass against them. Um, interesting. I, you know, I don't know, you know if I necessarily agree with it, but I mean, so it's, it's, some, it's strategic. It's not like they have a flaw. This is part of their plan. So, you know, to that point, they're bringing everyone back pretty much. They didn't lose anyone. Um, the biggest loss, like I said, John Brown and I think Nor- Josh Norman, who he's a, he's a paper bag at this point. Uh, so what he just signed for? That, he signed today, right? What, San Fran? Where'd he sign? The Rams? I think it was San Fran. Oh, uh, San Fran? He might have. I'm not, I'm not even sure. I just can't believe but, he's still uh, in the league. Yeah, yeah. He, he's soft last year. Or, or no, he didn't even play last year, I don't even think. Um, um, so they're running it back with the same coaches, same team, and they made the AFC championship game last year. Um, we'll talk about the chiefs later on, but they didn't really make it take a step forward uh, as far as their roster or anything. Um, so win total of 11, you know, why? And they went 13 and three last year. And if you remember the three losses were the Hale Murray, that Tuesday night Tennessee game where they, on Monday night they were like, you might be playing Tennessee tomorrow or Kansas City on Thursday. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even count that. Yeah, and then the week after that, they had to play Kansas City um, in Kansas City on, on a uh, Thursday night. So, like, three very explainable losses. Um, two of them could have been wins. And why is it 11? Um, I'm assuming you got to think the Jets get better, Patrick are supposed to get better, and the Dolphins. Um, so kind of based on how you view those teams, I'm, I want to take the Bills to win the division at minus 150. Uh, like I said, that, that's something I, I have. But as far as the show, we'll do bets, the odds as of that moment. Um, so that's definitely going to be my first one. Uh, I just have to figure out what exactly the odds are at this exact moment. Um, and what do you got on this? Let me run through the schedule. I want it. I want you just – Quick answer. Don't even think about it. Win-loss against their schedule. All right. Ready? All right. Home against Pittsburgh. 
Win. At Miami. Win. Home against Washington. Win. Home against Houston. Win. At Kansas City. Loss. At Tennessee. I'll say loss. Home against Miami. Win. At Jacksonville, at the Jets. Win, win. Home against Indy. Win. At New Orleans. Win. Home against New England. Win. At Tampa. Loss. Home against Carolina. Win. At New England. <laughs> I'll do you lost there. <laughs> then home against Atlanta and the Jets. I would say uh let's go let's go win loss. We'll give him another division loss against the Jets there. Right, what, so, what's the record there? I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I realized halfway through. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. So now that we ran through that. Um yeah, let me look at the division odds. I would say over in the wins there. Over in the wins? Yeah. It's at 11. I, I just don't see I, I just don't see them. I love this. ESPN bold prediction. The Bills win the AFC East. Yeah, no shit. That's a, that's a really bold <laughs> prediction. I have I, minus I just, 160 to win, win the East. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that my first official play of, of the podcast. Yeah, plus, I mean, we didn't even talk about the defense, but um, because we're all on Josh Allen for MVP. Uh, but who'd they get? Uh, Rousseau? I think that kid looked great in the preseason. I mean, the Bills are 3-0 preseason, but I, I, I love McDermott. I think Leslie Frazier is a good defensive coordinator. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a uh, head coach. I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I mean, there's just not a lot to hate about Buffalo in terms of just as an organization right now. No. Love the I, I just court. like how I, mean, I I love how aggressive they are. McDermott is aggressive. Dable's aggressive. Frazier's aggressive. The GM's aggressive. I, I just like how they're all just going for it right now. And I hate I hate admitting that because I went to school in Pennsylvania. I don't like Buffalo too much. Fans are nuts, but I just like what they're doing. Twenty ninth hardest schedule according to Football Outsiders too. So they should have one of the easiest schedules in the league. Um, yeah, if you're running it back with the same team with a quarterback who's young and had a, an MVP type season last year, who should only get better. The only thing is, you know, this is the first time we've ever seen it from him. So there is a chance he regresses. Uh, if he does regress, how much? I think it is possible he goes back to the guy he's been his whole life, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, however, with Dabble there, I'll bet on one more season out of Josh Allen solid, and then I'll I'll, I'll call for regression next year after Dabble finally gets hired. Um, I'm on the Northern Division, minus 160. Uh, you, What do you got going on? Uh, I just have – I can't get odds right now in my, my book for – actually, I can get windows. I can't get – I wanted to take them for the division if you told me that, but I can't even get odds on that. Um, so right now, I'm just for on – uh, uh, for podcast purposes, I don't think there's a chance in hell they don't win the AFC East, and I have Josh Allen to win MVP. Okay. And I don't think there's much regression there because Dave still there. If he leaves, I think possibly we can get some regression there. But I think even if it's a little bit, it's not going to be too much. That it's a difference from last year. What um what are the MVP odds, Brown? Uh, plus eleven hundred. Cool. I think he's third behind Mahomes and Rogers. 
And for East, we'll put a to win a unit on those. And then what do you, what are you wagering on a uh, your man's Alan? Uh, we'll call it a unit. I mean, it's a yeah. We'll call it a unit. Cool. Um, and one quick thing is they actually added Matt Breida too. So some speed out of the backfield, which uh, Moss and Singletary never really gave them. So once again, it, it's I think they added more than they lost because considering they only lost John Brown, but added Emmanuel Sanders. Breida should be ni a nice little addition there. And um, on defense, like you said, it, it, it's it's solid enough. And uh, it got better as the season went along. So I'm expecting pretty much to run it back. Uh, and our, we'll put our faith in Josh Allen. Let's go Josh Allen. Right. Baby, nobody circles the wagons. That's true. That's true. Um, nobody. All, all right. right. So, so we just took 20 minutes on the Bills when we were supposed to do 20 minutes on the AFC East, and we didn't really like the Bills, so... We did spend a little time talking about the rules. But when we yeah, get to the Jets there. and we spend an hour on them and then the AFC preview yeah. comes out and it's two hours. <laughs> We're up until four in the morning. All right. All right. We could do this. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, LaFleur's third down calls. Are, uh... <laughs> All right. We have the uh, Dolphins or the Patriots next. Yeah. Maybe what we'll do is – we're not recording right now, are we? Yeah, we are. Okay, cool. We'll just leave it then. Um, I guess. Anyway, um, next up, we got the Miami Dolphins. Uh, new offensive coordinators this year. Um, they have two random guys that were in the system already. Um, just something to keep a note with two of their. They right now have Super Bowl odds of plus 4,000, AFC odds of plus 2,200, divisional odds of plus 325, and then plus 125 to make the playoffs, minus 155. They miss them. Win total of nine and a half, and we'll start with you again. It's two hour bust this year. Uh, they brought in Brissett behind them, but you know there's not going to be that game of back and forth like last year. They're not going to have Fitzpatrick to come in and bail them out. They went ten six last year. What do you think? What do you got this year? I like them to a certain extent, but let me just say this. I, I know this isn't a hot take either, but it's gonna. It, it, it's obviously going to come all down to Tua, and does he mm -hmm. have enough? I think he might. I think he was hurt last year like a decent amount. I mean, he was throwing fucking softballs. Like, he was throwing change-up curveballs, no fastball there. And I think it. I think his hip was still bothering him, his, his hip and his ankle. I think he could have a little something left. I, am I sold on him? No. Do I like Brian Flores a lot? I do. They signed Will Fuller, right? He's suspended the first game. So they have... The Fuller, Gusecki, Parker, Waddle, uh, Waddle right? I mean, Gaskin. They have the pieces there in terms of skill players on offense. Can they put it together with two of under center? I don't know. I don't know. I think I like them better than the Patriots, though, in the AFC East. I, I do. Because I they were a good team last year in spite of Tua. If Fitzpatrick plays the whole year, I mean, they're in the playoffs. Right. My, my. I agree with that. I agree with that. Tua was – It changed, what, week 17, and they, they dropped it to the, the Bills? Yeah. Tua was 27th in EPA per play and 26th in QBR last year. I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Does he get better from that? I think he does. I mean, you see that was – was he a rookie last year? Yeah, he was, right? Tua? Yeah. 
I mean, you see that, that second year jump. I mean, I, I think there's a lot there. He seems like a smart guy. I mean, obviously Alabama quarterback, I feel like you gotta, you gotta be smart to play that scheme with, with, and, and have the trust of saving. Right. Mm-hmm. I think he's a smart dude. I think he'll get back. I, I, I like him better than the, I like Miami better than the Patriots. I don't think they have anywhere near enough to catch the Bills, but I I like them slightly ahead of the Patriots. Yeah. I so last year they had they had an easy schedule per football outsiders. Uh this year once again they have another easy one. However, it's uh it's front loaded this year, which um is not what you want. You want your harder games to be at the end of the year once you get everything moving, everything working. Uh, you know, Tua didn't have a normal preseason last year. Um, he looked like he was throwing different. He could make the short, quick passes, but anything else, I, he either didn't throw it or he just sailed it out of bounds. Uh, he's very cautious, which is okay for a rookie. I'm not as down on him as a lot of people are. People are just giving up on him, uh, which is crazy to me. But um, he's got weapons now. Parker is solid. He's got to stay in, uh, healthy. You could say the same about Wolf Fuller. Uh, I do like Waddle. He should be a nice piece there. The defense is more of a ball hawk defense. Uh, Xavier Howard's unbelievable. Um, but they got gassed pretty much in yardage. And then they just were very, um, you know, they, they recovered fumbles at a very high rate. Uh, they led the league with 29 takeaways. I don't know if you can rely on that. I, I really don't. Um, to a degree. They blitzed but, the um, second highest rate in the league. And they had, they, uh, they had cover zero at the highest rate as well. So they are man-to-man, cover your guy, and let's go after the quarterback. Right. And they caused, they, they, you know, they, they caused havoc, and, and it worked. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen again. I don't think um, you can expect them to have as many uh, turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm expecting a little bit of regression there, although, you know, they did bring in McCourty at safety, and um, they got another year out of the, the uh, corner out of uh, Auburn who was horrible last year, but hopefully he takes a step. They got Byron Jones, Xavier Howard. However, once again, on the offensive side of the ball with Tua, and it's going to be him or bust. And you have an offensive line that uh, is very young and was horrible last year. Uh, they're expecting a big leap out of, uh, I think it's two separate second year guys uh, on the starting line. And then they yeah, drafted the guard of this the year. F- four of the five starters are 25 or younger. They were 27th yeah. in pass block win rate last year. Right. And, and basically they say in years three and four or when alignment will explode. Yeah. Um, so when you have these young guys, you know, there is a chance they take a step, but um, man, oh man, that's an unknown, most likely not going to be very good, probably very bad. And then also you have a quarterback in Tua who did not look the part last year. He looked hurt when he was playing, when he threw the ball. Uh, I don't know if you checked out his Instagram, but that boy's getting ripped at the gym, uh, put in that work, which is good to see, but, for a win total of nine and a half, they need a lot of things to go right. Uh, and like I said, a front-loaded schedule, a defense that relies on turnovers. Uh, I'm going to still call Tua pretty much a rookie quarterback based on the experience he got last year. Super young and horrible-looking O-line so far. I'm going to take the under nine and a half wins. I'm going to keep it simple. I like Flores, and if he comes out and, and, you know, I know they went 10 and 6 last year, so they can do it. But um, if he comes out and takes another step after kind of a lot of things that went right for them last year, I'll, I'll give him credit, but I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, the under nine and a half ones. All right. So let me ask you this at New England. Uh, we won't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I hope against Buffalo. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna touch their win total. I'm I'm not gonna really touch anything with them. But I don't even I don't even think I like them making the playoffs. No, no. Um, I'm trying to get the most updated odds right now. Like I'm a little um, surprised they're plus one twenty five. Yeah, people are expecting a big step. They went ten and six last year on paper. You know, if you don't really look past the record, it's like oh shit, ten and six with with a QB carousel, and now they're just adding more weapons. So people think that they'll take another step, but. Uh, Gonna, they can't. They can't really run. The, I mean, they didn't run the ball last year, and then they got rid of whoever the fuck they had. I mean, it's just Gaskin. He's never been a lead back. You put. I, I feel like you're putting so much pressure onto it. And can he do it? I don't know. He's supposed to say right. big, big no. year for him, especially with the, the the Dolphins owner like wants to suck Deshaun Watson's dick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, they probably were relying on getting him. He's like, dude, not- he's like, we need him. And Brian Ford is like, dude, what do you? We have Tua. He's like, what? The odds are actually going down. I mean, the, the win total is going down. It's nine out of a lot of books now. They're still a nine and a half minus one forty five. Uh, I got two juicy bets to start us off, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take that still. Okay, I, I'm not gonna touch anything here. All right. Next up, we have the New England Patriots. Um, the Belichick show. Same coaching staff. Seven and nine finished last year. Um, Right now, Super Bowl odds of plus 3,000, AFC plus 1,800, AFC East plus 350. Um, playoff odds, I wrote these down. It doesn't make sense. They're plus 120 to make it, minus 150 to miss it, which is shorter than Miami, yet the division odds are um, longer. I don't know, whatever. Win total is nine and a half again. Uh, according to uh, Football Outsiders, they have the easiest schedule this year. Uh, as, as you know by now, they let Cam go. Their role with Mac Jones, they had more off-season signings than I think anyone. Um, and after having eight opt-outs last year, you know they have a lot of new guys coming in, a lot of uh, new starters this year. Watching Tom Brady probably pissed Bill off. Uh, I guess we'll start with you once more. Where are you at with the New England Patriots? They're they're the most interesting team to me in the AFC East here. Because mm-hmm. I think it could go pretty good or pretty bad. Where I I think other teams like the Jets are probably gonna be bad, right? Bills are probably gonna be pretty good. Dolphins probably pretty good. We'll see. I, I think. Let me let me let me say at first. I do think that starting Mac Jones is probably the right call. Uh, I, I think that's what they needed to do because apparently Cam couldn't even like win in the fucking offense, even though it's his second year in it. They have so many new pieces, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's going to gel as well as as it should, or, or as people hope. You have right, you have two new tight ends, very good tight ends. Hunter Henry, if he stays healthy, John Smith was was very good for the Titans, and then Arthur Smith offense that kind of prefers tight ends. Not that Josh McDaniels doesn't because he really hasn't had anybody. I mean, you think about Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. I'm going to talk myself out at this point right here. Uh, but I just don't – I'm just very – let me say this. I'm just very interested to see these rookie quarterbacks once the season actually starts, right? Because you have, you have Zach Wilson and Mac Jones who looked outstanding in the preseason. And and I, I've watched so much tape, weirdly enough, on them, where it's like a lot of people say in the preseason, obviously, there's not there's not coverage that is 
you know, made for game plan for these quarterbacks, right? But even some of the throws and, and the reads they're making, they were saying that they look like light years ahead of where they actually were, like being rookies in the NFL in their third or uh, second or third preseason games. I'm just so interested to see how this works out because what I've seen from Mac Jones, he looks outstanding in this scheme. And I think if they they run the ball so much, they run the ball, I think they ran the ball 57% of the time or something last year. Like that is a shit time. I know they came as, as a running threat at the quarterback position, but signing all uh, Aguilar, uh, Kendrick Bourne, you know, the aforementioned Janu and, and Hunter Henry, letting go of Sonny Michelle. I mean, are, are they going to let Mac Jones just cook? I don't think so, but I think more they're going to throw more than they did last year, which is pretty hard to not do. But I like – I think if Mac Jones – if they let him, like, throw the ball, like, a decent amount, I think they'll be pretty good. I just don't know if they're going to do that. And obviously you need these. They were – the PGA's offense had the NFL's second worst injury luck last year. I mean – it's probably not going to happen again. I, this is, I think this is all about, this year is all about Mac Jones. And if he can show that he's the same guy in the preseason, I think they'll be pretty successful. One good thing for him is they have one of the best lines in the league. That's for sure. Um, and they traded for Trent Brown at right tackle, which is the one spot last year that was maybe a little bit weak. Um, so they have a solid O-line all the way across at all five spots. Uh, like you said, they brought in the two tight ends, which um, they they want to run that um, two tight end set, which they now can. Um, brought in two receivers, Aguilar and Bourne. The only guy, the only player that I'm seeing they lost worth any men- worth mentioning at all um, is uh, the left guard Tooney. Tooney um, lost him, but luckily a sixth rounder from last year on when you uh, had one of the higher uh, PFF grades and you're thinking the sixth round. So go figure. Uh, lost Michelle. But I don't think that's going to matter. Damian Harris and James White should be enough. On the right side Burke of the ball. There, yeah. No, Burke is gone. He's, oh, is he? uh, with the, he's with the Texans now. I, I know that because I actually saw him preseason the other day, <laughs> um, which that'll be a fun team to talk about. But um, on the opposite, opposite side of the ball, they didn't lose much besides Cam, obviously. But I think Mac Jones will uh, bring more to the table than him. Um, that offense should be better. And with that O-line, it's so important for rookie quarterback. So I think they should be fine. They're going to be run-oriented, and they're going to let Mac throw it when they need to. Uh, probably a lot of play action, a lot of two tight end sets. Uh, expect big years from Johnu and Hunter Henry. Um, and the defensive side of the ball, they had one of the best secondaries in the league. And, you know, their, their front seven was, uh, you know, shaky. And they added, I think, five starters in the front seven. Um, so... You know, there's only good things to say about this team. Uh, the win total at nine and a half, though, with a rookie quarterback, I am hesitant to just rip the over, although I would lean over heavily. Uh, I might circle back to it. Um, but, I mean, I like everything they did. Uh, I mean, they, they on the defensive side of the ball, Gacho, Anderson, Judon, Van Noy, um, you know, none of them are stars, but they're all, you know, I would say average starters. Um and then the defense side, uh, the secondary, uh, you know, they, JT Jackson was one of the bigger surprises. And then, um, you know, with Gilmore out for now, I do think they figure out a way to get him on the field at some point. Uh, he's a big piece. But until then, they brought in Jalen Mills, who actually uh, 
I used to think was trash, but he, he had a decent year last year. So, um, you know, I, I like everything they did. They're going to compete. Um, I don't know why the Dolphins uh, are more of a favorite to win a division than the Pats. That's weird to me. But um, I am leaning over for this team for sure. I think it's the rookie quarterback thing. So in the past 10 years, 31 uh, quarterbacks have had at least 300 dropbacks as a rookie. In that group, only seven finished in the top half of starters in EPA per play. Hmm. So that's, I mean, seven out of 31, 20%. And that was Dak, RG3, Russell, Justin Herbert, Cam, Jameis, and Andrew Luck. I mean, I think that's a big, I mean, that's funny Cam's in there, but I mean, dude, just looking at their their EP their EPA up in terms of passing situations against man coverage last in the league, zone coverage eleventh, single high safety last in the league, split safety first. That's weird. Against the blitz, 29th. no blitz, seventeenth. Pressure, twenty eighth, twenty sixth, twenty sixth, twenty fifth, and the other ones. I mean, you compare that to the Bills. I know that's like a little bit unfair because of the offenses, but I mean, that's awful. You you got to think Mac Jones does something there to improve that. Is it possible to be worse than what Cam was last year? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So seven and nine, um, you know, with just a bunch of pieces added, I would lean over and I, I might end up taking it, but um, we'll wait and see on that. But um, you taking anything with them or nothing for now? I don't think so. I, I, I can't do it with the rookie quarterback. As, as good as I think he looks in the preseason, I can't do it. Okay. Plus, I can't really root for the Patriots. I'm sorry. Let my heart get in here. That's right. So the last and final team of the AFC East, we have the New York Jets, who um, I'm already going to take back one of my takes when I said that one of the biggest uh, coaching decisions in the offseason was uh, Dabble staying at the Bills. And it's actually the firing of Adam Gase. Um, So it took me 20 minutes before I took back one of my takes. They hired Robert Sala, uh, who brings in Michael Fleur and Jeff Ulbrich, or Ulbrich, I'm not sure you pronounce that. Um, Ulbrich. Albright, they're coming off a two and fourteen season. <laughs> right now, they got plus fifteen hundred odds when the Super Bowl. Stay away from that. Plus eight thousand odds when the AFC. Stay away. Twenty five hundred to win the division. Okay, we can talk a little bit. We can have a conversation. Um, plus yeah. plus four fifty to uh, make the playoffs, and then a win total of six. Um, you know, there's so many different things we can talk about here. I guess uh, first and foremost, I would say. Going from Darnold to Zach Wilson, did you agree with me? Because I I was kind of in between where I kind of think I wanted to keep Darnold. Um, Although watching Wilson in preseason and seeing his arm talent, you do realize that he has a way better arm than Darnold. Um, I just don't know how much of an upgrade it is moving forward. Uh, I guess give me your takes on this. Wherever you want to start with this team, um, just take it away. What do you got? I, you had to move on from Darnold. You had to. Not his fault. Well, a little bit his fault, but really not his fault. Just watching Zach Wilson in, in practice and games, it's like it, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like, I mean, this guy just flicks his wrist and it, the ball just explodes off his hand. Where Darnold's tap dancing and with this long-ass wind-up and throwing his, like, fucking ducks and i know that's not fair to donald because I, I do think he's a good player i don't think there's any way you could have kept him in new york you're picking up his fifth year option which is like 18 million or something whatever 
no reason to do that if you're not sold on him. His, I just don't even think he showed enough. I, I and believe me, I know he was with Gase and fucking Doyle Loggins or whatever his fuck. Like with probably the worst roster in the NFL in the last two years. <laughs> but I just don't think even. Even just his psyche with the New York fans, I don't think there was anything there. Like, not that we didn't support him, but I just think he needed a fresh start. And to get the picks that that Joey Douglas got back, I think that was a no-brainer. Reset the rookie contract. Probably allowed them to sign Carl Lawson, who, rest in peace to his Achilles, is still out for this year. But I, I think that was a no-brainer in terms of that. You are 100% correct in the biggest coaching change is bringing in Salah LaFleur. And, oh, my, this is going to be such a different year, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, then the fucking goddamn Greg Williams covers zero blitz from the 50-yard line against the Raiders last year. I mean, it, 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 it seems like such a culture change. And, it, it, like, a again, a breath of fresh air. I mean, it looks like these guys actually know what they're doing. They're not fucking going cross-eyed at press conference it seems like they know for the most part what they want to do i mean Salah even said he's like I, i'm not an x and host guy x and o's don't win games players win games i love that i love that because i feel like x and o's maybe do win games but let's let's bring it on the players in terms of the actual personnel right they so they signed they signed Corey davis they got uh moses malone they, the draft picks right you got elijah vera tucker uh, Elijah Moore. Uh, fucking, they traded Herndon. They got Michael Carter as the running back. I mean, I think what it comes down to for the Jets is don't expect too much this season because they have a bunch of janitors playing cornerback for them. You cannot win like that. I don't care what scheme Salah draws up. I thought the only way they had a chance was if Lawson played out of his fucking mind, which it seemed like he was in the preseason. He's gone. There's no way they do anything defensively with the cornerbacks. And they have May and I think Marcus Joyner at safety. I mean, those are those are pretty much box safeties. Those are not drop back and coverage safeties. I mean, we're fucked. Everyone's going to throw for 500 yards against us. But let's just let Zach cook. Let Zach cook. That that that's an interesting part of it all. Um, God, where do you begin? Um, <laughs> that was a roller coaster uh, that went forward, backwards. <laughs> offensive side of the ball. I mean, you bring in Zach Wilson. We'll, we'll save him for last. Um, we had no playmakers last year. Uh, I think they ranked last in broken tackles. Um, you know, they bring in, like I said, Tevin Coleman, uh, Corey Davis. Corey Davis, I like. Keelan Cole is okay. Um, I don't know how much of playmakers they are necessarily. Uh, I like Davis. I like Elijah Moore. I think Elijah um, Moore would be probably – I think him and Michael Carr would probably be those main playmakers they're looking for. I think Corey Davis is more of a uh, solid – I don't want to say safety blanket because I think he's better than that, but – Kind of like that move the sticks possession receiver, right? It's not. It's not great that Denzel Mims is falling down the depth chart. Who I thought he looked good last year, so that that that's odd to me. Um, oh, I I found he all right. He was hurt, 
Then he ate bad salmon, was out for two weeks, <laughs> lost 20 pounds, ate food poisoning. And then he got hurt again. And now apparently he's fine. But he was never in danger of being cut. They just, he lost yeah. 20, he was 218 within the 198. He said he like, could barely run. Okay. That makes sense. He was, he was a thin guy to begin with. Um, but the O-line, it was horrible last year. They bring in Beer Tucker. Beckton was the one, you know, positive thing on the line last year. Um, was it? He wasn't even that good in pass blocking, though, which, which is, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a problem again. Need that for left tackle, for sure. Um, they traded, first of all, uh, I must have missed the news where they traded for Moses Malone. I didn't know what an addition that would be on the Jets. Um, Didn't you? I think you meant Morgan Moses. Oh, what did I say? Uh, <laughs> Moses Malone. Oh, I think the mailman. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, damn. All right. Now the power they, they got to play from the Utah Jazz. Let's see. Oh, baby. He's coming out of retirement. Um, although he's listed right now as the backup to Font um, at right tackle, which is bizarre to me. I don't know. I don't they, know. They've, been, uh, they've, they've just been rotating there. No one knows like what yeah. they're doing. Because um, he had a very, very good year last year. So I was yeah. excited to see him. Um, you know, this offensive line should be better, which once again, just like we said with the pass, is so important for these rookie quarterbacks. However, on the defensive side of the ball, um, anyone good that they added is hurt or has blood clots now. Um, it, it sucks. I mean, Carl Lawson was a huge piece. I was a big fan of that. He's gone. Vinnie Curry is done. Uh, they bring in Shaq Lawson, which is good. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, I like. He fits the system well. Um, John Franklin Myers is a very good uh, player, or you know, he's a solid player. But um, dude, he 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 he's playing him on the end. He had a sack uh, against Brady in the Super Bowl when the Rams played the Patriots. Yeah, he um he's an interior guy. I think he's like a very good pass rusher for an interior guy. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, he can play the end in the system. Uh, God, and across the line to get Mosey back. Um, but he's playing next to. Two uh, late round rookies who are starting now with uh, Davis is on the IR. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, um, like you said, in the secondary, it's it's as thin as it gets besides Marcus May. Um, yeah, so it's going to be tough. The defense, uh, I don't know what Sal's going to do. Uh, he's basically going to need to coach them up big time, which he, he's capable of, but man, the talent's lacking. And then, you know, on the opposite side, it's, it's tough to rely on this O line uh, with a rookie quarterback. They are bringing in LaFleur, who, who runs a similar system to what Wilson did at BYU with the West Coast system. Uh, Sal is not calling defensive plays, by the way. Uh, no, he's not. the CEO role. And, um, yeah, I mean, the defense should be disciplined compared to last year. Let the league in uh, penalties because, you know, our, our boy Greg Williams didn't give a fuck about anything. No. Um, I really don't think he cared about winning or losing. I think he was just having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I think he thought he was going to get the interim coach tag again because Gase was going to be out after like six games, and that never happened. Right, right. Uh, did Alex Lewis retire? I think he retired. Um, Alex Lewis. Uh, yes, he did. Um, Brian Winters is gone, which is huge. He he's one of the worst offensive linemen I've ever seen. No, dude, that's um, Dan Feeney who's on the team. Yeah, Whoa. that's true. That is true. Um, Brian Poole's still a free agent. I don't know why they don't bring him back. Uh. He's been so solid the last few years. I know they want to play the young guys and see what they got, but, I mean, it would be nice to have some competent sec, uh, defensive backs. There's not much to be excited for this year um, besides maybe seeing them play hard for Salah. I would lean the under six. I'm not going to get involved. Um, I got no plays on this. I, I no player props or anything, really. Um, what do you got? Anything? 
Yeah, I, I did take over six. Um, I was forced into this by Prokesh. Not happy okay. about it. Don't really feel confident in it. So that's one unit on that at, I think it was plus 110. And then I also have Zach Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year, at plus 700. So okay. one unit on that. Just because I, I think the Jets are just going to be in some shootouts this year. The defense is awful. I think the offense is good enough where they can put up some points. I think it's going to be exciting games. Um, I think anybody who's looking for any substance as a Jet fan this year might be left lacking something because I don't – I think people are getting excited and I think we need to temper a little bit because of that defense. I think it's just going to be about the offense this year. I don't think that defense is going to do anything uh, more than mediocre, but I think it should be exciting. And I think Zach will rack up some uh, – some stats here, especially in garbage time, because I think they will be in it quite a bit. For the pod purposes, right now I'm seeing um, you, you can either take over six wins, minus 115, or you can take over five and a half, minus 130. All right. Let's keep it over six. Over six. All right. And then you took Wilson. All right. Um, cool. So, yeah. So, to recap what we're rolling with, uh, what were the Wilson odds? Plus 700. Plus 700. All right. So we got... Wait, let's say it in like a very animated fashion so we can just clip this and put it on the Instagram. All right, all right. Um, let me see. Let me get my animated voice going. All right. So good good talk. Good um, good preview <laughs> day. Good talk, mate. <laughs> uh, so what we're rolling with, I have two bets officially for the AFC East this year. We're rocking with the Bills to win the East, minus 160, and the Dolphins under nine and a half wins, minus 145. A little bit juicy, but um, I think it's worth it. Still some value. And then you have four plays. You have the Bills to win the East as well, minus 160. The Jets over six wins, minus 115. And then you have two player props uh, and futures. Some big payouts here with Josh Allen, MVP, plus 1,100, and Zach Wilson to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, plus 700. And... Um, Take your bets and just just run with the money, baby. There's no way those two don't hit once at the end. <laughs> and just for um, entertainment purposes, with the four quarterbacks in this league, well, how, or in this league, I'm sorry, in this division, Josh Allen one, I would say you got to go Zach Wilson two, Max Jones three, and then two of four. Going into this year, I'm based on uh, who, we, who, we, who you would want to win a game this year. How would you rank them? Oh, 100%. If you're going to word it like that, yeah, I would, I would 100% go with what you just said. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Until so we'll Tua's got to show us something, and until he does, I yeah. think he's down there. Right. Okay, cool. Let's wrap it up, and I'll, next, next pod will be on the AFC North. All right. Thanks for listening to the AFC East preview. We will be back with the AFC North preview in just a bit.